from Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. Hey, folks, welcome aboard. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas. Thrilled to have you with us talking about the NFL. Scary week five already. And a lot of cool things and a lot of developments and a lot of big games, big games this weekend in the NFL. And we've got two of the best. Mark Lawrence is going to join us in a little bit, get his take on what's going on in the National Football League. But but out of the gate, wanted to say uh, hi to Kenny White, have him come in and just kind of do a little overview before we dive into specific games. Kenny, the first and foremost thing, we can't wait. We talk about it all year long. Can't wait to get to football. And then it hits you. It's week five. How fast this thing will be over. Yeah, I know. Isn't it amazing how, how fast the season goes? The weeks just, the days fly by. Uh, this week coming up, we're going to have a college football. I know this is the NFL show. College football game on Tuesday, so we're starting to get to that angle where we got football every day. The other thing that's about to happen, we've had a, a sampling or two of it, but weather is very soon to be a thing. Yeah, the game uh, in Buffalo last week didn't seem to slow the bills down, but you had 25-mile-an-hour winds and rain i mean believe me snow is right around the corner yeah you're right Uh, the weather patterns now are are different than they ever have been before and you're right we're going to start to get some bad weather in some of these games it is only october when we do get to november obviously we get we get some really bad weather and you've got to make sure those downpours uh you need to know don't bet a game over and turn it on and all of a sudden you got a downpour so always check the weather you know, generally speaking, you have a great newsletter at your website, KennyWhiteSports.com, and I know one of the things you were discussing in this week's newsletter was, hey, it's the nature of the game now. It's a passing game. It always drives me nuts that teams just have, mostly in college, but even the NFL teams are guilty of it. They can go up and down the field, and nobody has a short yardage package anymore, but totals, Kenny, the kind of numbers we're seeing on average and what the Stats are proving out the average point scored per game. It's just on the rise every year. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, I was analyzing that and trying to figure out why, because I thought, well, maybe there's more plays per game. Uh, Teams are playing faster. And it is true. Uh, The plays are up from uh, 121 a game in 2000 to 126 last year. But the big thing that I noticed, it's it's the quarterbacks. They're getting better. The quarterbacks and, and more teams are passing where it used to be 54% passes in, in the year 2000, which I thought when I got back to the year 2000, it'd actually be closer to 55% run, but it was actually still a passing league back in, in the year 2000. And now we're at 59% passes. So it's going to get higher and higher. It's going to go over 60% soon, but the quarterbacks have gotten better. Their completion percentage has gone up. Their yards per pass has gone up. And those things have all led to higher scoring football games. And as well as, you know what, pass interference penalties have gone up. The more passes, that makes sense. The more pass interference penalties you're going to get in the game as well. So all that leads to offense. It is amazing that an NFL game now is averaging close to 50 points per game. Well, as a general rule of thumb then, and I don't know how to even ask this or how you would answer it, but I guess what I'm thinking, if weather is indeed about to become a thing, and people say, oh, well, it's snowing there. It's going to be really windy there. And players run to the windows because of weather and play unders. Are these players today better equipped to handle the subpar weather conditions? Is that something we should possibly keep an eye on? Yeah, you should always, uh, you know, 
I don't think snow or rain sometimes can affect defense. The players can play right through that sometimes. It's the wind. And, and I've been out with you golfing a lot of times and some friends of ours, and they've all said the same thing. They don't mind playing in the rain. They just don't like playing in the wind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can throw the football in the wind. You can kick it in the wind. I mean, sorry, throw it in, in the rain, and, 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 but it's the wind. And, and those winds, if it's going end zone to end zone, it's going to help somebody and hurt somebody. You could get a high-scoring game that way. But if those winds are swirling or crosswinds, that makes it impossible to really stretch the field. The defenses can now more load the box up. They don't have to worry about the long pass. They can go play man-to-man defense then. I'm curious, the in-depth work you do when you have ratings on all these individual players, uh, all the way down to the third string left guard. I'm curious, how about coordinators, Kenny? You know, we sit here and you you get four or five weeks into a season. Now you kind of see what teams are. But when new coordinators come in, sometimes it takes time for those systems to be implemented. And then, like we said in the college show, in the NFL, the same thing. Teams are going to turn a corner here. And teams that look really bad early on, all of a sudden the stuff they were trying to work on, it just took them a lot longer to get it going. But how closely do you pay attention uh, to the coordinators, offensive and defensive coordinators? You know, the head coach gets all the pub. These are the guys that are deciding bets. Yeah, you know, I I have – probably not focused on that as much as I should, because you're right. Uh, It it has gotten to be to the head coaches of CEO and he's got to just trust in what the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator are doing. I mean, I always felt as the head guy, you're going to have your fingers in everything and you're going to know exactly what's going on. I'm going to be on the headsets, listening to what the offensive coordinator, what plays he's calling, what the defense is calling. And I'm sure they're doing that. So I feel like, they're, they've got their choice to make changes and make adjustments during the game if they want to. So um, that's the way I've always felt. So I didn't, didn't think that they're, you know, that, that great in importance. Obviously, I feel like they're all really good because they, they got a job. But you know what? Some are better than others and some aren't ready for the job yet. You want to bet against those young guys without experience is everything. So we'll leave it at that. He's Kenny White. The information's great. We can dive into the menu of week five NFL games. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. To the Sports Grid Radio Network. Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, talking football with you. And we've got the man, Mark Lawrence, PlaybookSports.com, going to check in. And let's start all things NFL with Mr. Lawrence. Mark, off to a great start. I know you are, sir. I'll tell you right out of the gate. Why don't you tell them about all the goodies? Yeah, the goodies are primarily the playbook, uh, a football newsletter, which, as you mentioned, is off to a terrific start thus far this football season. Uh, just fantastic. We've gone 22-5 and five on our star-rated best bets for the year. But you can 
download that information at playbooksports.com. Or if you're in Las Vegas, you can also pick up copies at our friends over at the Gamblers Book Club. Buddy, the NFC West is something. And one week to the next, I think these guys are just going to cannibalize each other all year long. But we got some really cool games coming up in that division that we're going to monitor the rest of the way. Uh, let's start with San Francisco, Arizona. Arizona's up to five and a half. Total on the game is 50. Video game offense now for Arizona. And we'll see. Probably going to be the kid Lance gets a go here. I think we're going to see Trey Lance here in this football game. It's it, it's only become obvious that uh, the two-headed quarterback situation in San Francisco is not working. And I don't know why Kyle Shanahan doesn't just come out and say Trey Lance is his man, uh, but he's got a plan, and he's sticking with that plan for whatever it happens to be. I think we're going to see a lot more of him this particular week. And as you mentioned, what's going on in Arizona is probably the most impressive of any team in the National Football League this year, being the only undefeated team. Uh, I guess that checks the box that way. Uh, I'm a little bit concerned here about Arizona assuming a new role, a coming favorite in a football game like this, uh, after having just done everything that they've done. San Francisco is now coming in there limping in one and two on the season here and I would say it's safe to say they need this game like blood. I know we're only into the first week or so of uh, October, but uh, they cannot afford at all to fall three games behind in their division. This is a wild, wild division, obviously the best division in all of the National Football League. So many good football teams, but I'm going to end up taking the points with San Francisco in the game. Mark, what do you make of your Brownies? Big game, very big game. I can see these two teams colliding down the road. Chargers one and a half hosting the Browns who won an ugly game last week. Doesn't matter. Win, get out of Dodge. Totals 47. Well, the revival that's going on with the Browns is all started in the offseason. We talked about this you know, when we did the previews about the job, the great offseason job they did in acquiring free agents and then slaying the draft, uh, primarily on the defensive side of the football, and it's really, really paying dividends right now. They have held uh, three opponents to season-low yardage marks so far this football season, the defense has. That's tops in the National Football League. And it really, really... Uh, sets the offense up. Uh, you know, the defense gives the offense more time in the field. I read somewhere with the last 22 possessions that uh, the Browns' defense has been on the field. They've only allowed three scores in those 22 times that they've been in the field. So they're, they're hitting on all cylinders defensively. And you know what they've got offensively. They've got the best running back combination in the National Football League. And Kevin Stefanski does a great job at utilizing just that, the clock and everything else. I think it's a great spot for the Browns to go in here catching the Chargers off that big win over the Raiders Monday night, feeling awfully good about themselves. I think the better team happens to be the underdog here. And that's, that's if you take the home field out, obviously the Browns are the better team. But I think the Browns are going to go in the Los Angeles and get the job done again. It's only a month, but Mayfield seems to be running a little hot and cold. I mean, long way to go. Any worries there? Well, that's a great point because he is a hot and cold type quarterback. When he's hot, he's really, really hot. When he's cold, he's ugly. And he was rather ugly last week in Minnesota, one of those games for him. And, uh, you know, he needs to avoid those like the plague. He wasn't able to do that a lot last year, but he come on like gangbusters at the end of the football season uh, after their bye week. And, you know, he's talented. There's no question about that. And he's got the full command and respect of the football team. And as long as he continues to have that, this football team is going to give him everything they've got. 
Mark, the Browns' bitter rivals, the Pittsburgh Steelers, if they were the U.S. economy, it feels like we're headed for a recession. Anyway, for uh, Tomlin and, and Roethlisberger and the boys to save this season? Well, uh, you know, I think, uh, being, Big Ben Roethlisberger, uh, we call him aged beef because he's looking like he's getting old, he's aging, and uh, I don't know if he's still got the, the juice in the jar here. Uh, it's really, really difficult. Uh, for people that have ridden Pittsburgh and ended up coming on the short end the last couple of football games, it's difficult to stay on that merry-go-round with them right now. I, I think Pittsburgh is the stage right now, Stevie, where they're going to have to sh- prove that they deserve to be in the talk and in the hunt in a race in the uh, AFC North Division race here. I've got them on my watch and see list here, and uh, I'm not going to speculate on anything about them until I see better performance from the Steelers. All right, Mark. Big boy football, Sunday night. I got to know. I want to get your take on this. It's just so odd seeing Kansas City, you know, playing at Arrowhead, laying less than a field goal. Allen and Mahomes get all the hype here, and on paper, what a shootout, and this is going to be great. I am very hopeful. Uh, but the one thing I would say if Buffalo's going to win this football game, the story in Buffalo right now that's kind of flying under the radar, this defense is mightily improved. It's back to what the defense was when they were a top-five defense three, four years ago. If Buffalo wins, the difference maker is going to be the defense. Bingo. That's exactly what's going on with Buffalo. Sean McDermott uh, doing just a great job doing just that. Uh, and i got to give him accolades for just that. Uh, that's the reason Buffalo is where they are right now. Uh, number one ranked defense in the National Football League against Kansas City's 31st ranked defense. And some people say to me, why is Buffalo only getting two and a half at, uh, at Kansas City? It's a short number for the Chiefs. But all you need to do is go back to the AFC Championship game last year, and it was quite the same similar number. So, you know, while uh, not a lot has changed, maybe arguably Kansas City's down a notch or two, uh, I think the number is right in this football game, and I think it's a great spot for Buffalo to come in here. Remember, Kansas City has covered uh, only two of the last 15 football games going backwards. They're not playing good football right now, and I know everybody's on this Patrick Mahomes crusade, but uh, they're burning money uh, in doing just that. So until they quit burning money, I think Buffalo's got this big playoff chip on their shoulder here, and I think they're going to have to come up with their best effort on Sunday night. It's one thing if you're not good enough. you know. I hate when you beat yourself, and the Bills game plan in the championship game last year was a disaster. It was a travesty. Mahomes had hurt his foot the week before against the Browns, and they sat back and he shredded them. The next week, Tampa Bay blitzed them and they won the Lombardi Trophy. I hope they learned a lesson, and their <laughs> their pass rush is much better. Got to ask you about Cincinnati, Mark, catching three at home to Green Bay. What do you make of the upstart Bengals? You know, uh, Joe Burrow, uh, what has happened here is amazing. Uh, if you take a look at his quarterback rating, uh, he's sixth in the National Football League, better than Aaron Rodgers. He's doing a terrific job now that he's finally getting some support from that offensive line, and it shows. I mean, they're 3-1 and one in the season right now. That's absolutely terrific. Uh, and, you know, The Packers are coming to this contest here on a roll since that opening season loss, just like the Browns. They've won three in a row since the loss here. Uh, I think Green Bay gets the job done here, though. I think uh, this number is awfully short, awfully attractive, and uh, I'm going to lean to the Packers in this contest. It's amazing, isn't it, Mark? I mean, the opener for the Packers is a distant memory. Oh, Rodgers doesn't want to be there. In that division, like, they're home and cold. 
Unquestionably. I think that's what the, uh, I guess, the NFC North is all about, uh, hot and cold. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he didn't panic, obviously, you know, after that disastrous opening. And he's showing exactly why he is the quarterback, a future Hall of Fame quarterback. And by the way, while we're on that subject here, down here in South Florida, word is being bandied about that Stephen Ross is going to do everything in his power to bring him down here next year, Aaron Rodgers, to end his career in Miami, just like Tom Brady ended his career at Tampa Bay. <laughs> the soap opera continues. <laughs> Beautiful. Well played. Great information as always. Our buddy Mark Lawrence, playbooksports.com, the midweek alert, the newsletter. Love talking football with Mark on the NFL side of things. Great information. His best bets, by the way, uh, have been off to an incredible start to start the uh, NFL season as we head towards week five. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Back with you on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. We're talking Week 5 NFL, Sirius 204, the Sportsbook Radio Network. Brian Blessing with Kenny White. KennyWhiteSports.com, ThePowerRatings.com. Hey, the football magazine, Kenny, uh, college and pro, these are uh, things that can still be utilized in season. Tell them about your website, your newsletter, and all the good stuff you got going there, and we'll dive into the games. Yeah, the uh, thanks, Brian. The, uh, the newsletter, uh, great information. Yeah, all the you know write-ups in the games. Got different different content information that you know helps helps you through the week. I did an article this week on scoring in the NFL. Mentioned earlier, uh, you wrote an article on the AFC futures with Kansas City and Buffalo being the favorites, and rightfully so. Uh, there's power ratings. There's numbers. Uh, a lot of great stuff, yards per play, the ATS records, over and under numbers for each game. And then uh, you're right, the, the Power Rating magazines are still for sale on the website, and they are still very helpful throughout the season. If you need injury information and, and the values of players, it's in the magazine. Plus, you know what? Hey, if you don't want to do the work, you just want to call and you want to take credit for it, buy some of the guys' plays this week. I know you've got some big plays up. Micah Roberts has big plays up. Reg Sidoris has been on a winning streak in college football. Uh, very selective, and he'll have a big game this weekend. So uh, get by the play and sit back, win the game, take the credit. Hey, you know what? I, I wanted to just go back to what we were talking about at the end of the last segment, and this popped in my cavernous space between my ears during the commercial break. Um, we were talking about the importance of coordinators. I know you, you probably hate when I do this, too. <laughs> like you don't have enough on your plate, and I give you homework assignments or other things to think about, but this might make sense a little bit. We were talking about the importance of coordinators. You know, the new thing now, I mean, the norm almost, if a team wins the opening toss, they're deferring. They love breaking the game down now, Kenny. I mean, if it's an analytics thing, so be it. But they want the ball to try to score at the end of the half and then get the opening kickoff for the second half. Belichick turned that into an art form. But what makes sense, the opening drive of a game 
how often do you see teams go up and down the field? Because those opening drives are scripted. And the first drive of the second half, how important and critical that is. It's A, it sets the tone for the second half. But these guys, on top of it, they've got that 20 minutes to huddle up with the team and they do their adjustments. I mean, in, inside the game, the first series and the first series of the second half are unbelievably critical. Yeah, it is. You're, you're right. Belichick did. He's the guy that made that the art form. He, he kept deferring. And, uh, you know, not many people really even thought about things like that 15 years ago. But Bill Belichick was way ahead of everybody. I think it's a great strategy because if you do score last, uh, and it also, you know what, it puts, if there's going to be some nerves and there's going to be a mistake early in the game, you'd rather have it be the other team than your team. So why not put the other team's offense on the field who has the ball? Let them, let those nerves get to them right away. Let them make that quick turnover. And then you get the ball to start the second half after you scored in the second, after you scored in the first half to get that momentum. You know, I almost wonder, you know, with in-game wagering being such a big thing, if, you know, out of the gate, okay, they kick off and you watch the first series and, yeah, maybe the team goes comes down and gets a, a field goal against you, but the team that deferred and uh, they're, they're, you know they're getting the opening possession of the second half, maybe that means they're getting an extra possession. It's almost one of those things, not blindly, but at least foundationally, you would look at that maybe from an in-game perspective that it may actually point you to some plays very early in a game knowing they're going to get the ball to start the second half. And I don't know that even the betters have thought of that. Yeah, that's uh, very true. Um, and halftimes are still very popular. I think a lot of people maybe more bet halftime still than, than bet in-game. Uh, those numbers are obviously going to change over the next couple of years because I think everybody will be in-game. But I like halftime better myself yep. because it just seems like, you know, things don't, turn around in the first half quick enough teams make better adjustments at the half all right so Kenny let's dive into these games we get the game in England the Jets the Falcons Atlanta 3 46 is the total for years we've tried to figure this out what first of all what are the field conditions there's goofy stuff that goes in now they've all massaged this out like West Coast teams would go east play a game and they'd pack for two weeks and go getting there getting situated keeping your routine as a part of this thing both teams left on Thursday to get over there, so they have similar itineraries coming in. I wonder if the Jets coming off a win, Soleil, this is going to be his fourth game in London because of his experiences he had with the Jags, and I wonder if that's not like a mini little edge for the Jets that the coach has done this so many times before. That's a good point. Maybe it is. We've got two rookie head coaches here going head-to-head -head in this one. Um, and two weak football teams, but uh, the Jets maybe a little momentum coming off a big win last week uh, against Tennessee. So that and you're trying to look for any edge you can get, and you're right. Uh, Soleil was been there with with the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, so that that could be a bonus that he knows what it's going to take for his team to be ready to play a football game that day. All right, last week we thought. I mean, we talked about it. Thought the wrong team was favored. Indy at Miami. Indy gets the win comfortably Tampa Bay all the hype Tampa Bay finds a way to survive against New England and again it's kind of making this the Bill Belichick show the guy's unbelievable Kenny I mean you know you said there there were a lot of reasons to think it was Tampa Bay but here it was Belichick found a way to even frustrate Brady but this has got to be a breath of fresh air for the Bucks after that yeah, no, it is, and it could be a big letdown, too. Coming off the Rams win and then, and then the New England win, uh, Miami, 
obviously a state rival uh, type of game, and it's a bigger game for Miami than it is for, for Tampa right now. You know, this is a, a one-in-three Dolphin team that is in panic scenario. Uh, Jacoby Brissett uh, has not really looked the part, but he's an average NFL quarterback. He's, he's filling in. Uh, so we'll see what he gives up this week. I think this is a bigger game for the Dolphins, and it's a perfect letdown spot for the Bucs. We'll see if uh, Bruce Arians can keep his team motivated and ready to play. I would not be surprised if we saw Miami Dolphins up 10 to nothing early in this game. This game settled in on three now. Carolina at home, three-point favorite over Philadelphia. The total on the game is 45. Both teams last week, Kenny, I mean, I'll say they faced monsters. I don't know ultimately Dallas is a monster, but Dallas has really offensively looked the part out of the gate. They face monsters offensively. Let's put it that way. San Francisco gets by the Eagles, and Dallas gets by Carolina. Hertz did do some good things against Kansas City, but right now the Chiefs' defense is nothing to write home about. No, their defense has been uh, uh, below average, well below average, and they're, they're 30th in DVOA. Uh, the, the offense right now, uh, top five, and I think we're going to get continue to get that. But this is a defense that is beat up, and they've got they have some injuries, uh, and they don't have a great defense as it is. This defense has been good because the offense has outscored opponents the last two years. So, going to really be put to the test. Uh, see the line, the number keeps coming down. A lot of money in on Buffalo this week. Seventy eight percent of the wagers on the Bills. Oh, okay. I I guess I I threw you a knuckleball there. I was talking about Philly and Carolina. You know, having played those two teams, uh, I want to I do want want to do a deep dive on that Buffalo game with you. But Philly, Carolina, uh, what do you make of the total? 45, 45 and a half. Uh, this is a, a you know Philadelphia team that their offense surprised me uh, the last couple of weeks. They did surprise me against Kansas City. Kansas City couldn't stop them. Um, and Philadelphia went up and down the field. Carolina has to get McCaffrey back, and I think he's back on the practice field. Not sure if he's playing yet or not, uh, but that's, that's a two-point player to their power rating. That's going to be big. Um, if he plays, I could see this game going over the way Philadelphia's offense is clicking. All right, New Orleans is at Washington. New Orleans laying two-and-a-half. The total's 44-and-a-half. Washington uh, grits one out. Gets a kind of a dramatic last-second win. Good for them over Atlanta. They get the win. I don't know, Kenny. I don't know what to do with New Orleans, man. I mean, these guys are Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, they have been so far. Um, I, I, I think they're still a very good football team. I'm not giving up on them. I think the defense is outstanding, and I think the offense will get better. Uh, it's going to get better after six weeks when Michael Thomas comes back because that's a point-and-a-half upgrade, and the defense is going to get better. Uh, when Anyamano gets back on the defensive line. So they're just wading through. Uh, but after six weeks, boy, the Saints, I think, are going to be a really good football team. I'll be backing them each week. All right, let's move on to Tennessee and Jacksonville. Uh, Tennessee, they are beat up. I mean, uh, they are kind of a mangled mess at the moment. Uh, four and a half, their favorite on the road. This was an advanced number, Kenny, was seven and a half. Jacksonville gets a win on a Thursday night, and the Jags get extra time to prepare. I'm still a, a believer in, in this Tennessee team. Uh, going to be a very dangerous team in the postseason with their ability to run the football game. But is this an odd spot for them? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, there's a lot going on here. We got the Urban Meyer, you know, um, yep. leaving the team, going to a bar and hanging out in Ohio when his team's flying back home. Can you imagine Bill Belichick doing that? Bill Belichick, as soon as the game is over, he's already preparing for the next opponent. Urban Meyer could care less. So that's the difference in the coaching style. So 
if you're not going to put every second into this and and be into it, you're 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 you lose right away. Could so the he, players? Could the players? I mean, I guess it's at least a point of discussion. You know, it doesn't sound like they're big fans of this guy to begin with. The way he treats them, college guys going to the pros always kind of like. Could these guys quit on him and quit on him this week? They could quit on him. Yeah, I think they definitely could quit on him. Um, Tennessee needs a win. You know, last week they were without A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. I always say wide receivers are a dime a dozen, but those are two really good ones that were both worth a full point. And you got two guys out now in the same same uh, position. That is a cluster injury. So I mm-hmm. add I add half of what that value is. So half of two is one. So it's now a three-point drop-off in their power rating. Those two guys are going to be back this week. That's going to be a big plus for Tennessee. We're scooting through the NFL menu. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio talking NFL. We're glad to be with you. Keep it right here, Series 204 and the Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on SportsGrid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Back with you, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. We're talking about the NFL, Kenny White, KennyWhiteSports.com, the PowerRatings.com, all kinds of unbelievable good information there for you. We invite you to check that out. And we're going through the games, Kenny. Detroit's at Minnesota. Minnesota's laying nine. The total is 49 and a half. Oh, boy, this poor Detroit team. I mean, they just find crazy ways to lose football games in in minnesota is another one that's really hard to trust and they're laying a big number here yeah they are laying a big number um i i hate you know i don't want to lay big numbers like this in the nfl but i can't trust the lions uh this is one of the weaker football teams uh offensively and defensively they have so many injuries for a weak team to also have injuries uh they got three players out on their offensive line they they have uh, several linebackers out. Um, it, it's it's a mash unit, and it's not a good football team. So I can't trust them, but I'm not going to lay nine. Vikings would be happy to get out of this with a three-point win, believe me. It's a team that could be 4-0 right now. They're within one score in every single game, um, and they've played hard. Uh, they just haven't got the Ws yet. They'll get the W this week. Denver's at Pittsburgh. I, I know we had a discussion on this with the advanced line where Denver was a two-point favorite. I, listen, Baltimore beats Denver. Denver was struggling with Bridgewater, who gets a concussion, then Locke comes in. He wasn't doing anything either. Now you're flying east to play this game. Pittsburgh, I think there's real desperation on Pittsburgh's side. The season's getting away from them here. Roethlisberger's banged up. We're probably looking at Locke getting the start here, Kenny. Yeah, Bridgewater is back, but not practicing. He's able to be in the meetings and in the weight room, but not on the field yet. So that's not a good sign. It is a three-point drop-off. They're they're an under team. They're 4-0 under already. Uh, so is the Steelers, and rightfully so. This total is dropped. It's down to 39 and a half now. Uh, with the with the drop-off at quarterback, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers offense they can't stretch the field. Uh, this is and, and two good defenses. Pittsburgh's defense has been solid. That is what's been keeping them in all of these football games. So 
I'm I'm looking still, even though the total is low as it is, going under in this game. Green Bay's at Cincinnati. We're starting to see this game uh, maybe get off three. It may be a little little uh, Green Bay money surface in here, but three right now at the moment. Uh, on the road, the total is 50 and a half, 51. The kid Burrow, the Bengals, three and one. It's a great, great story. Uh, interesting, though, you know, you're facing Aaron Rodgers, asking him to lay less, you know, lay, lay the three here. Out of conference games, Kenny, they tend to get squirrely for me, maybe higher scoring because of lack of familiarity. And honestly, you don't want to lose any game. But if you, if you lose a non conference game, it's not as painful. Yeah, that's very true because uh, your opponent's not moving up a game on you. Uh, they're in a different conference. Uh, the Green Bay Packers are a very good football team, and they're going to get better after six weeks. When David Bakhtiari comes back at left tackle, uh, Zadarius Smith comes back at linebacker, that's a guy that can put pressure on a defense. Those two guys are going to make the Packers three points better. It's going to vault this team right up into the top of the rankings with the top five in football. So, But they're very, still very good. I think they're the far better team in this game. Um, I, I think they could uh, cover this three. New England's laying nine at eight and a half, nine on the road at Houston. The total's 39. I mean, you know, letdown spot for New England. I mean, normally you'd be running to the windows. Kenny, I laid the 16 and a half in an NFL game last week, which is like, you don't want to be doing that. And I, I just can't see Houston doing anything against the Bills. And they didn't. They couldn't even get a first down with Davis Mills. 40 to nothing was the final. Honest to God, Houston's defense played pretty good in that game, Kenny. The Bills could have scored 60 on them. Uh, they, they, Houston can't get a first down. It, it, you know, Ty, when, they come, when Tyrod Taylor comes back, these teams are going to pull off a couple of big upsets. But this is a disaster right now. Well, yeah, I have a four-point drop-off from Tyrod Taylor to Davis Mills. I have Davis Mills a minus three. He is the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. I can't believe Houston just didn't go out and get Cam Newton because they would then be actually a little bit competitive, like you're saying when Tyrod Taylor comes back. It's a four-point upgrade in your power rating. Uh, but the amazing thing is their power rating dropped 10 points from the beginning of the year because no Deshaun Watson. Uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So they're 10 points off from Watson down to Mills. But you are asking a rookie quarterback to go on the road and cover eight and a half. Yeah, right. And a lot of people don't realize that, that Mills is is a rookie quarterback, uh, a kid out of Stanford that, uh, yeah, is, is – But even is, the Mac Jones – Oh, no, oh, no, it's your Mac Jones. You're right. You're asking I – mean, Jones, you're asking, got, he, he's got to go cover a number on the road. I mean, it's not easy. No, it's not. And the, the big letdown, they put everything into that, that Tom Brady game to beat them and doink off the, off the uh, goalpost to lose the game. You know, they, they got their heart ripped out of them. Uh, so I, I think they have a big letdown here. I, I don't think that, uh, you know, they, I don't think they cover the spread. Okay. Chicago's at Vegas. Vegas is five and a half, totals 44 and a half. Raiders are getting blown out, came back, made a game of it, short week. Home host in Chicago. We're probably getting Fields now is going to be the starter from this point moving forward. Hey, listen, nice start for the Raiders. I got to tell you, Kenny, I watch these games, man. Gruden, yeah, I sound like Gruden. Hey, man, he, he burns timeouts away and a lot of goofball decisions the way he manages these games. I, I don't know. I don't know if I trust these guys to cover five and a half. I didn't trust John Gruden when he was a Tampa Bay Buccaneer coach. I just thought, man, this guy does not know what he's doing. He, he's a quarterback guru, uh, and he's an offensive guy. But uh, 
I, I didn't like his decisions back then. And when he signed this contract, I thought, oh boy, 10-year contract, he's not going to make it through four years. Uh, this is his fourth year. I don't know if he makes it through this year or not because there's the, the expectations became so high after the 3-0 and start that if they start to have problems and lose games, he's going to be on the hot seat. Big, big game. Cleveland and the Chargers. I can see these two teams colliding down the road, Kenny. Chargers laying two at home. 47, let's call the consensus total. Ugly game. Cleveland gets the win over uh, Minnesota. And the Chargers look really good. If Eckler stays healthy, I mean, he's a really good back, but he cannot never stay healthy. But they got weapons. Herbert's really, really good. What's going on with Mayfield, Kenny? He really seems to run hot and cold. He does. Uh, he does run hot and cold. I always worry about, you know, I talk about if I see a guy doing a lot of commercials, I like to bet against that guy. And we see Baker Mayfield in a lot of commercials because my feeling is the focus isn't really where it's supposed to be. So I think you're going to see an in- inconsistent Baker Mayfield here and there. This is going to be a big test uh, for this team. They could be 4-0. They did outplay Kansas City the first weekend of the year. They took care of business against Houston and Chicago at home. The most impressive thing is that defense is just that good. Uh, Miles Garrett, best defensive player in football, right there with it. Uh, um, kid from the Rams, Aaron oh, uh, Donald. Aaron Donald, yeah. Those two guys are the two best defensive players in the NFL. So you got a guy like that on your line. Uh, that's that's big, and that's why they are so good defensively. Interesting game. I mean, in the the Chargers, by the way, how about they're still trying to get a fan base at home? I, you know, that was a Raiders home game on Monday night. The other thing, you get a short work week here for the Chargers, but interesting game. Nonetheless. Yeah, sure. It sure was. It was a uh, Raider home game. I believe there was probably, I'm going to guess 75%, yes, 75% Raider fans. It almost swayed me in that game to make a bet on the Raiders and take the three at that point. Oh, I, 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 that's that social experiment we we're talking about. I'm convinced. I mean, it's, it's a Raiders home game here, but I'm convinced 60 to 70% of the people that are in Allegiant Stadium for Raiders home games are from California. Right, right. I, I, I agree. I'm, I'm going to say that that's a perfect number. Let's go to the Giants and Cowboys. Cowboys land seven. Totals 52. couple of things here. Cowboys offense looking really, really good. Daniel Jones can play if he can avoid the horrific turnovers, but the big development with that win over New Orleans last week, Kenny, it's like all of a sudden this light bulb went off and Saquon Barkley, with the game on the line, late in the game, he's like, okay, my knee's okay. Saquon Barkley looked like Barkley last week. Yeah, and that happens. You know, when you come off an injury like that, uh, it, it takes time for you to finally trust it, and it's good to see. I saw some, some, uh, some bursts out of him, some big play bursts the first couple of weeks, but he just didn't have it a minute to be consistently, and that's where we're going to look for is can he be consistently – uh, at, at that, that level. Uh, we'll, we'll find out. I did a write-up on this game in the newsletter. Uh, I've got an angle on this game, and I think it's a very good play. So go to KennyWhiteSports.com and get the newsletter right now for $9.99. Get you a play on this game and five write-ups on the college games. Let's go to the NFC West and another interesting game. San Francisco's at Arizona. Arizona feeling their oats, uh, laying five and a half. It's kind of a video game offense right now. Total on the game is 50. This has in a weird way it's got trap game written all over this for me 
you know, Lance is going to get the start for the Niners and all this. There's no way they're going to walk in there. This, this division, Kenny, these guys cannibalize each other. That's a lot of points in a division game. Yes, it is. It is. Um, but I do have a six point drop off from Garoppolo to, to Trey Lance. Uh, so we'll, we'll find out uh, going on the road as well against an Arizona team that's playing well. But do they have a letdown? You're right. They know they're five-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, do they cover that? That's what makes the NFL so tough. Um, if you know the team's going to give their best effort every single game, uh, you're going to be there. You, you know what the 49ers are going to do. They are going to be a run-based offense like they always are. They're going to try to slow this down. They do not want to get into a track meet uh, with, with Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. So they're going to try to slow it down. Uh, Arizona is going to try to speed it up. I think there is a real, real – I say it's the odds on favorite. I don't care what the record is at this point for the Chiefs, that the Bills and the Chiefs play again in the AFC Championship game. The question is, where is the game going to be played? And what's unbelievable here, Kenny – this is week five. I did write an article in the newsletter at KennyWhiteSports.com. It's week five, and I'm not discounting the Chargers or, you know, pick at any team, Baltimore maybe even, um, in the AFC. Cleveland. And then Cleveland. I don't know. I, I'm, never, I'm not that big on Cleveland personally. I don't know. But the thing to me is if the Bills, and I think, and the, listen, the Chiefs are laying less than three. I mean, I, personally, I'd say you know, you got to look at that and bet, bet Kansas City. But if the Bills won this game, Kenny, I mean, the big picture with the crystal ball, the Bills would have a three-game lead over the Chiefs. They'd have a two-game lead and the head-to-head. A three-game lead. Chiefs aren't going to catch them. I mean, if the Bills win this game, they're playing at home in the playoffs, you know, to go to the Super Bowl and only have to play two games. That's how big this game is. Bigger for Buffalo, I believe. Um, yeah, I, well, you're looking to drop three games behind. It seems like it's bigger to – to Kansas City than it is to Buffalo. I mean, it's big to Buffalo because you want to have that three-game lead. But if you're the Chiefs thinking oh, – They're desperate, sure. We lose this. We're, we're desperation. We're, we're going to Buffalo in December and January. We don't want that happening. So, Well, I'm uh, hopeful as a Bills fan. I really am. But I, 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 I look at the Chiefs laying less than three at home. I, I don't know. How do you pass that up? Uh, you pass it up because the defense has not played well. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a bad, it's a bad defense and Buffalo has shown they're a well-balanced team that they have the offense and the defense to lean on. So that's, that's how you pass, and, pass well, laying that two and a half. The Bills margin of victory has been unbelievable. And the offense, I'm telling you, I swear to you, they're not playing like as good as they can, but the story in Buffalo Kenny, we got 30 seconds. That defense is a monster. They upgraded the defense. Yeah, the defense has play, been been outstanding. I've had to upgrade the defense, too. Their secondary is one of the best in football by far. Um, I probably got to do a little work and up, upgrade that uh, that uh, defensive line because they've, they've really done a great job in the trenches. Big guy to question, though, if Matt Milano doesn't play, he's a phenomenal player. He'd be the guy chasing Kelsey around. That could hurt the Bills' cost. going to be a great game. We're going to wrap up the NFL edition of Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Coming back with our friend Kenny White, we invite you to keep it right here, getting ready for week five in the NFL. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Back to wrap up Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing with Kenny White, KennyWhiteSports.com. Before we get to the Monday night game, tell the folks about all the good stuff at your website. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Uh, we have uh, the PowerRatings.com. $19.99 a month gets to the updated Power Ratings on NFL and college. We will be adding NHL, NBA, and college basketball. Same price, $19.99 a month to get the projected final scores for every team the entire season. The newsletter is out, $9.99. You can grab the newsletter with weekly picks, uh, matchups for every game, uh, write-ups from all the guys, great information. And then if you don't want to do the work, spend the time uh, and take the credit, just pick your favorite handicapper, get his picks. Uh, all, all picks are uh, money management rated from 1% up to 5%. So you know which ones the 5%ers are, and that's the ones you want to buy. All right, Indies at Baltimore, Monday Night Football, Kenny. The Ravens are laying seven. Total on the game is 45 and a half. Both teams coming off road wins. Yeah, they, uh, Baltimore, uh, their defense really came to play. This is, John Harbaugh is such a great coach. I mean, he's, he's a great on-field coach. He makes great decisions, but he's really good with his player development and an eye for talent. I mean, this guy had seven players out on defense the last two weeks on his top, his top two depth chart, top two deep depth chart, but they just fill in next guy up. Here we go. They know the system. They play the game. This should be very interesting football game. Cause I like Frank Reich as a head coach too. They got their first win headed in the right direction, but you know what? It's a, a tough task for them to go on the road to beat a Baltimore team. Yeah. Total. The standalone games have been high scoring, but 45 and a half, 46, both of these teams the strength is keeping it on the ground. That clock could be running a lot. Kenny week five NFL. I uh, appreciate all your good information on our college show and our NFL show. It's terrifying. It's week five already, uh, but it's going to be a lot of fun. As always, greatly appreciate you taking time to do this. We love getting the information. Thanks for having me, Brian. My pleasure. It's been a great night. Kenny White, KennyWhiteSports.com. Uh, Brian Blessing, glad to be with you. Don't forget, join us weekdays, 2 to 4 Eastern, on the Sports Grid Radio Network for Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Let's tee it up, racing through the NFL season. Hope you got the information that helps you get to the windows and cash some tickets. Best of luck. Thanks for joining us on Vegas Sportsbook Radio.